Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Perfect, dude. What's up, dude? Yeah. 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 So, wow. What's up, man? Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, dude. Mm. I feel welcome. Good. Good beer. Good beer. Good. 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 Good, good beer. Good Colorado beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. I saw you. The last thing I saw you doing was someone you got, you got randomly checked at the airport. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> that was. It was so weird. He put his like, like the back of his hand like this. Like put both hands together, and was like going across my like, you know my. My 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 Johnson, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like doing like this and oh. going up and down. So he was touching it all weird, like. Yeah, dude. I kind of got a, like a little chub because of it. I, it was <laughs> did weird. You tell, did you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> People were, like looking at me. I was, just had like the weirdest look. I'm like, <laughs> it's just a dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you moan? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I just went through TSA recently, and uh, it seemed like I just made a. I just noticed like everyone looks like they're running a Dungeons and Dragons. Like everyone who works TSA for the most part looks like they would be running a tournament for Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like. I feel like everybody that works at TSA fucking hates their job. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. No one's like, "Hey, morning." Yeah, yeah. Morning. I mean, you know. Like, not, they're not going to get any excitement. Like, the most excitement is like, oh, toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Let's like, try and light but, it on fire, see if it actually explodes. But, yeah, man. I I appreciate TSA, you know? Yeah. I, I appreciate them. If they're listening right now, I I love America. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, dude, I felt like such a jackass a couple of weeks ago at the mic when you, you're like, you're like, you were just telling me how you're like recently from Omaha. I'm like, oh, cool. So I go on stage. I'm like, this next comic all the way from Omaha. And you get on stage. And you're like, I'm actually from Baghdad. <laughs> yeah, man. Baghdad yeah. is where I'm from, you know? B-Town. B-Town. Shout That's out right. B-Town. Shout out B-Town, dude. When's the last time you've been to B-Town? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. How is it? You know, Baghdad is really more uh, progressed now. Like yeah. people, you know, go to nightclubs and the next day they go to, you know, they go to. They work at CBS. They, they go to brunch and stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I went out with my cousin and we went to a club and uh, this is not prepared material whatsoever, but Good. going out, it was like, uh, you know, they're playing a lot of techno music. It was like. Salamu alaikum. Yes. Oh. I can't find my legs. Somebody scream. Yeah, man, it was fucking lit, dude. Sick, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, "Fuck this! This is the worst hangover." So I wanted to, you know, get a brunch the next day and. Yeah, man. It was all I wanted was an omelet, and yeah. some dude came and turned everybody into a scramble. <laughs> He's doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a, it's a new joke that I'm working on. <laughs> He's I haven't doing been <laughs> I haven't been to Iraq in like fucking ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was yeah. like, this is these are all this is. Yeah, man. Well. So like, I I used to work as an interpreter for like the u.s military in iraq and mm-hmm. then after my contract was over 
you know, I was from there working with the U.S. military. So I, you know, it was kind of dangerous. So like I, I mean, it was dangerous. It wasn't kind of dangerous. It was for like, sure dangerous. Like I would definitely end up on YouTube if I if I get caught. You know, they yeah behead me. Oh no. So I I moved my family. When I was working, I moved my family to Syria at first, and um, you know, I used to work and send the money from you know I lived on base, and then when my contract was over, but by that time Syria went to shit, so they they moved to Turkey, and so I just moved to Turkey for a couple of years, waited for my visa, and yeah, man, and here came, I am. Came to the land of yeah. apple pie and fucking Omaha, Nebraska, bro. Yeah, so that was that was a landing pad, Omaha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my sister lived there, so like I, you know, she wanted me to, you know, get a hang of the American way, I guess. So yeah, and that's how I, you know, what was that transition like? It was shocking. I was like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" <laughs> Omaha looked like Iraq with more grass. It, it was. <laughs> no, I love Omaha, man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good city to like to start and and really figure things out and for sure yeah so like, i hear like I have, you get like 10 minutes out there to like open mics you get 10 15 minutes uh, no hell no, no hell no. no really no dude the omaha comedy scene is is more underground really like the there's the comedians that do like the funny bone and everything but there's a lot of like underground comedians that are just really grinding it Indy, and, okay because when georgia comstock and nick dean were here they're like we get like 10 minute sets some yeah, places. those guys haven't been to like Nebraska over oh, wow. eight years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a whole new, you know, comedy scene, and it's a, it's very supportive. It's a if you're a comedian and you're funny, you know, like I I started a show there, and what I was doing, I had a, a show in Omaha, and I had a show in Des Moines. Yeah, at Teehees, and the show called Cream in Your Face, because <laughs> the name is Ali Kareem, you know, <laughs> and surprisingly. A lot of people showed up, man. I sold out like most, like most of the shows. And uh, what I used to do, like, if you're a comedian and you have a solid five minutes, and like, I don't care if you're doing it for, if you make me laugh, that means you can make anybody laugh. I'm, I'm a, you know, you're, a tough. <laughs> you're a tough cookie to crack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you if you make me laugh, I'll, I'll put you on the show. And and what I was doing, like, I would take, you know, I would let the crowd know, like, hey, this is a new comedian, so just you know, show them some yeah. love, and they would go. And they would do five, five minutes, and you know sometimes it, it's a bit of a rough start. Sometimes they kill it. So uh, the part that I really enjoy, this is gonna sound fucking cheesy, but I would you know give him five bucks and be like, "Here you go, you're officially a comedian now." Mm-hmm. Now you can still <laughs> call yourself a comedian. I remember the first time <laughs> I got paid when someone handed yeah, so, me ten bucks. I was like, "Oh my!" I was like, "Oh." So I, I did that to like, you know, to. A lot of people, and then I was like bringing comedians from Des Moines to to Nebraska, but then I was sick of it, man. So I had to, I had to get out of there. You're sick of producing, or Omaha? Well, the the scene, I, I felt like I was just plateau. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I, I, I didn't see myself. At the yeah. funny bone, and you're t- touring. There's nothing really can. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I was supposed to like. Um, there was a this couple. Of, a few comedians from New York they they had this tour called Habibi Shalom hmm. uh this guy I can't remember his name is like Ethan something he's a, he's a Jew so uh not that I have anything against Jews or anything 
<laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. He's I did, a fucking Jew. I, I, did, I gave you a smirk too. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. man, but they, they asked me for a video and somebody recommended me. So like I gave them a video and they were like, hey, well, we have a show in Kansas City. We have a show in St. Louis. And, and it, I was like, fuck yeah. Then, you know, COVID was like, fuck no. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so how many years have you been doing stand-up then? Um, but I I started six years ago, but you know I was like in and out. Yeah, yeah. in and out, and then I really took it serious after I won a competition in, um, in like 2019 over in uh, at the Funny Bone. It was like a clash of comics. Clash of comics. Yeah, yeah. man. It's uh, they give you five minutes and you go up, and I think the first time I. Yeah, the first time I lost and I didn't like the feeling. So I went and like I start writing my stuff down and I organized my set. Mm-hmm. And it's been crazy ever since then, dude. Nice. Like nonstop. Nice. The same, same, I had the same situation with the Comedy Works New Faces competition. Yeah. Where I won and I, well, I advanced in the, like I won over like a first round. And I was like, oh my God. This is like the first year <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a comedian. Exactly. I can do it. Exactly. And, Anything, if you if you stick to anything, man, you can really. If you yeah. just trust yourself, if you if you have faith in yourself, I mean that's a that's the main thing. If you have faith in what you have, like I moved here without knowing anybody or anything, and I you know I've been here for three months, and like I stayed at like my friend had a fucking like I stayed at his place, and it wasn't like a bad place he lived like a really nice apartment there yeah. was a pool and everything oh, but wow. but yeah man i was sleeping on the ground like he had an air mattress but i was too fucking tired of like you know filling it up and deflating it and <laughs> so i just yeah. i just slept on the ground because his couch was terrible why can't you keep it up because dude it's a small place like <laughs> 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 it take the whole you know living room so uh like i did that for three months and I finally found a place like a, a nice place in Cap Hill and nice you know I'm, you can hit all the shit in Denver then yeah dude I'm I'm really good at peril parking now like yeah, it's a, it forces you to yeah it's expert <laughs> shit out there it's like yeah. that close like a little inch between each car I mean I haven't hit a car yet hell yeah I hit a lot of cars oh yeah yeah man. I did that once yeah. yeah just don't tell anyone I'm not <laughs> I didn't <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I saw uh, when I friended you on Facebook, I saw your Facebook banner. It's you with like four U.S. soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I was, you know, when I was working as an interpreter. So I started working as a. So there's you. You want the whole story? Sure. Fuck it, dude. So like after the war, um, there was a like a military. Well, it, we lived near the airport, like the Baghdad airport, which is called Bayup. It was like a military base. It's pretty much like the green zone area kind of, and it connects to the Baghdad airport. It's a huge base. And what they did back in the day was like a, it was like an Iraqi military base. So they had like this giant wall. So when the U.S. military took over, they knocked down the wall and they made a gate for uh, vehicles only. So they had a checkpoint and everything. And, yeah. and But when they were building it, they were like, it was so many people, like the whole neighborhood would go, like all the kids. And to be honest with you, like I was kind of scared of like U.S. military. So like I really didn't want to get close to them. Yeah. 
But, excuse me. Good burp. <laughs> yeah, I should have did it on the mic. Yeah. There's one of a thousand on this fucking podcast. Yeah. So they were, they used to give out, like, that's one of the things that soldiers used to do. They used to give out, like, candy and, and, and like, free stuff, like toothpaste. And they yeah. get a lot of stuff, and the, the extra stuff, they just give it to kids because they can't eat all that candy. And Yeah. Anyway, so they gave some stu- like some free stuff to my little brother, and some kid beat him up and and took it from him. Whoa. He was like a little bit older than him, like my age at the time. I was thirteen. So I, he came home and he was crying, and I was like, "All right, show me which one it is." And he showed me, and I just like w- th- he was in the middle of group, and I just like grabbed him and I bit his head. I beat the shit out of him, dude. Like <laughs> I went. Yeah, and sticking some, up for your little bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Some so some of the soldiers saw the whole thing and they were like, "Hey, come here!" And they had a you know my brother like my little brother was speaking English before I did because he learned it you know he picked it up. Yeah, I mean we we all picked it up from just talking to soldiers every day, and that's that's why my English is like this, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, man. so he's like, "Hey, I really I really appreciate you know I, I really respect what you did and I." Like you sticking up for your little brother, and uh, he's like, "Here, here's a box," and he gave me a box, and I fell in love with with soldiers after that. It was like candy, like sketchbooks and shit, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Playboys, yeah, yeah, all that stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like U.S. military corrupted me, dude. I yeah. was a, I was a nice boy. They were like, "You need to have sex." <laughs> like, here's some condoms. Go fuck some girls. I was like, "All right." <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, man. So you saw that happen, and you're like, "I can help out" or something like that. Yeah. Or? So like, you know, and and we're in Iraq, like we're Arabs are famous for their hospitality. So I start like bringing them food and like tea and stuff like that, and then I started like a doing a like making a little bit of money i would buy like a rotisserie chicken and i would sell it for five bucks but i would buy it for like a dollar ah so you're turning burning yeah so and after that like there was a lot of interpreters inside the base they were selling movies for like ten dollars like you know uh bootleg dvds and stuff like that but i was a young kid so i couldn't like go and buy like a bunch of movies and sell them because it was dangerous. So what I would do, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> excusez-moi. <laughs> so what I would do, I would take orders from soldiers and they would give me like taxi money and they would give me like tip. <laughs> dude, I was making $200 a, <laughs> a fucking day, dude. You're a small business owner. I was I was a baller. <laughs> I had a, like a little moped and yeah. a gun. Like I, I oh, shot sick. at people, yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, man. So, yeah, shot at people. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm actually like a a trigger happy. So like I just fire in the air sometimes. And, oh, word. You still do that? No, <laughs> I. That's why I don't own a gun. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know if I own a gun, I'll shoot at somebody. <laughs> yeah, man. So oh, like, fucking wow, man. Iraq got really bad in 2005, late 2000, like December, kind of like late 2004 early 2005 because people are like we're done stealing and everything and yeah and it was like there was no government there was nothing so that's when al-qaeda like came into iraq and everything went to shit so 
we moved to Syria for a couple of years. And when I was 18, I like came back. I actually got hired on my birthday for to become an interpreter. Like wow. I, I took a test and I, <laughs> they were like, where do you want to go? I was like Fallujah. And like, it was like a, a whole room, like turned around and looked at me because Fallujah was so fucking dangerous. It's like one of the most dangerous really? cities. And why did in you Iraq. choose Fallujah? Because I didn't know anybody in Fallujah. I didn't want people to like recognize me. Oh, so so you're yeah. You, so you did it for anonymity, but they were like, "Is this fucking kid crazy?" Yeah, dude, I was the only one. Like all the other like interpreters are like, "You fucking crazy!" Like, don't go to Fallujah, man. People die all the time. Yeah, but I met I met like some of the best people, man. I mean, there's a a lot of you know stuff that happened and and stuff yeah. like that. So I did, you know, I did interpreting for for five years and like we closed out Camp Fallujah and like we there was a village next to us like we trained like for two fucking weeks straight so from 18 to 23 years old you were interpreting yep wow and I was like supporting my family yeah so they can live in another country and not worry about anything while I'm getting (laughs) fucking blowing up (laughs) and shot at wow man and all that stuff yeah man so so they better get you some good Christmas presents or some shit, huh? We're Muslims, oh, you that's know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> my white ass. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for yeah. Christmas? <laughs> cool. So yeah, so you did the five years in Fallujah, and then what did, did you keep interpreting, or did that, is that when you moved to the U.S.? So yeah, I did that, and I moved to Turkey. Oh yeah, and to wait for my visa because you know the U.S. forces like pulled out of Iraq in 2012, I think, or like 11. Yeah. And after that, like I went to Turkey and I was, when I lived in Turkey, they, uh, I was going to like apply for a residency, you know, so I can stay there. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, you have to be a businessman or you have to be in school to get a pretty much like a green card. Uh, oh, well you've sold chickens for 80% profit before. Yeah. <laughs> Come but on. <laughs> all that money was like going to my family, dude. I yeah. wish I would have saved it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i what i did i you know i i as an interpreter like there there's a program for us it's called special immigration visa so you work for a year and then after that you're eligible to apply for immigration so it's a special immigration visa like siv i don't know if you heard about it before no. or not so like interpreters or people like that help the u.s military in afghanistan and iraq so that's what I was waiting for. So I, I had an immigration case pending. Yeah. You know. And, and that's it, like a pass took, for you and your whole family to go? No, just oh, me. Oh. But my family get to apply for refugees through my... Ah. Uh, yeah. So okay. they're eligible to apply. Like, oh, what's your reason? Because you have to have a reason. So they're like, oh, well, our son is an interpreter. And yeah, this is why. So anyways, long story short, I they're like, we're not going to give you residency so i had like a month visa so what i did i applied for a refugee like a and what they do they give you like i applied independent because i didn't want to like screw my family's case yeah and they give you this piece of paper that my whole family had and it's like this you know just a regular paper and it and it has your picture on it and it looks you know and in the bottom it says do not deport that person but right below it in like very fine letters it says this is not an id card 
So what I did, I took that and I minimized it to to like an ID card. And then what, what's the word? Uh, illuminate it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You uh, like shit. P- yeah. I think it's illuminated. Illuminated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah illuminated? Yeah. People are going to be like, listen to this. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, you, you know, you put. Laminate. Pla- laminate. Laminate. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I laminate and I use that as an ID card for two fucking years, dude. Wow. that's sick (laughs) man dude you are you are you are very resourceful i gotta say you have the brain that goes like how do i turn this into an opportunity i really like had you know like i had a plan in my head so when you apply as a refugee you have to go and check in like at a police station and the first thing they do they take your passport but i had to send the passport back to the u.s embassy because they would take your passport. So I, I messaged them and before I moved to Turkey and I was like, hey, like I, you know, I need my passport to go there and I will send it back. Yeah. So they're like, all right. So they, fact, you know, they sent me the, it was like DHL, yeah, DHL at the time. And so they sent me the passport back and I'm supposed to DHL it back. So, <laughs> so I, I, it was at a police station. Like after you apply, they take your passport. Yeah. So I went in there and I was like, hey, I need a I need a copy of my passport because I saw it before and they just gave the guy the passport back and they were like go make a copy because it's like so you know like yeah. like they they don't have the like the budget like their budget was shitty like the the police budget was like they can't even fucking spare like one copy so they're like all right well here's your passport there's like a copy or like a bookstore oh. down the street so I took that and I was like <laughs> And and I had that ID, so all I needed was that ID. Wow! So and you, whoa, dude! And I send my fucking passport, dude. And I literally like did that, but I know through other people's experience that if you come and pay a fine, they give you two weeks to to leave. Wow! So my interview came, and I went and interviewed, and they were like, "Do you have any issues, like, you know?" with residency and everything and i was like no i i have no issues <laughs> i just wanted my 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 visa dude like i really wanted my visa and i mm-hmm. remember like talking to the lady and she was like why nebraska and at the time like i remember like all the marines used to talk shit about seattle and i was like i don't care if you throw me in seattle and and she gave me the weirdest look but after I moved here, I realized Seattle was a football club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Seattle's more beautiful than Omaha. <laughs> yes. But, you know, yeah, so you're she's like, all right. Next to paradise, yeah. Yeah, she's like, all right, you'll, you'll have your visa by this weekend. And it, it was on Monday. I, I literally, like, busted out laughing in her face. I was like, okay. But we had, like, a really good conversation. You know, we were joking around and yeah. everything. And she was, like, really surprised with my English. And, I, you know, I pretty much told her the same the same story. You know, I was like, hey, this is what I did and this is, right? And, you know, she stamped and I swear, like, the the ma- the mail guy came and I gave him, like, my work uh, address because, you know, I'm at work from, like, 7 to to 9 or whatever. Yeah. You know, so, like, I, I they come in the morning, so, like, I, I want it to be the first person that gets it. Mm-hmm. So the guy comes and I was just like, it was like a joy. I didn't even know how, like I floated, dude. And I, I went up to him and he's like, 
He's like, Ali Kareem? I was like, yeah. He's like, let me see your ID. And I gave him the ID. And he's like, no. And I was like, my passport is in there. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, no. So I swear, I snatched the fucking thing from his hand. And he was like chasing me. And I ripped it apart. And I was like, here you go. But in Turkey, they're like it's different, man. Like you yeah. can you can check people. Fuck, man. So I that is some know. leapfrogging you did there. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. I fucking did. Like I got my. I made sure I got my ticket, and I went and paid the fine, and they gave me two weeks, and I I have the fucking residency card till right now, and it's only for two weeks, dude. If you ever want to see it. Let me know and I'll bring it to you. Fuck yeah, and man! It's only for good for two weeks. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, man, I came to Omaha and I worked like my first job was uh, at Yonkers. Yonkers. Yonkers is like J.C. Penney, mm. and you know it was a cool job and <laughs> Yonkers. <laughs> it was it was a culture shock for me. I because bet, dude. In Iraq, if you're like a customer and you step out of line and you be rude to people, like. You get fucking smacked, dude. Yeah. I moved here and they're like, you know, customer is always right. And I was like, <laughs> no, they're not. I worked though. for three months and I was like, I can see why ISIS do what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can. That's fuck. The first time you ran into a Karen, I'm sure you were like, oh. You're like, why is my fucking coupon not working? I was like, well, if you read the back of it, it says polos are excluded, man. <laughs> This is fucking false advertising. Yeah. I would put my name tag because <laughs> I had to like hide my name tag. You know? uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, just I I apologize and <laughs> have a good day. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> wow. So you, you get to Omaha. What 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 got you to go to do stand up? Um, so what was the first open mic? What was the push? Oh, my God. The first open mic, dude. <laughs> so I was working. I, I quit. Yonkers and I was working security and I was working security at the Google data center over in, in Iowa. I was working with this guy. Maybe you know him, Jason Regan. No. Don't, okay. Don't you know, know Tyler Walsh? Yeah. Okay. So he's like, these are the guys like the, the Omaha comedy scene. Like they're, they're no one. You yeah. Know, when you say Omaha, you think of Jason Regan, you know, Dusty, uh, Tyler Walsh, Tyler Walsh, Bill Queen, like all, mm. all these guys, you know, um. So he was a l- electrician, and I didn't know he was a comedian. And I was telling my coworker a story, like, like you know, I've never seen a squirrel until I moved to the states. So we're, you know, we're cruising, mm-hmm. we're, you know, a little bit. Yeah, I, I got high. Enjoy- <laughs> <laughs> You're enjoying some cheddar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and he slammed on a brake, and I was like, oh, I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought you guys like. I swear, like this is this is a, a real thought that went through my head, and I feel stupid for saying it right now. But I was like, man, like they really like America's different. Like they even like take their the rats to like <laughs> a salon. I was like, why is his tail so puffy? <laughs> and he's like, that's not a rat, you fucking idiot. That that's a squirrel. And, and like just, I was just telling the story. I can't even remember what I said. And he's like, hey man, like he was dying. He was like. You should really do stand up. And I was like like ah and he's like you're really funny like just give it a try. It's every Wednesday and every time he sees me he's like, "Hey, 
come to this mic. It's on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It, it was Barley Street. Barley, Barley Street Tavern, man, in Benson. Nice. And so, like, obviously did what everybody did and brought, like, invited, like, 50 people. Yeah. So I crushed it the first time. Yeah, your because your buddies were all Because there. my buddies were all there, and I did a mic drop. Yes. <laughs> and dude, that haunted me for years. What did you say? That, what did you say with the mic drop? You just say, "I'm Ali Kareem," boom. I was like, "Yep." I, I I didn't throw it on the ground. I I like kind of like set it on the stool. Like I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh, so it, it wasn't like a a, yeah. a five foot. Yeah. Like, okay. And now like I see new comedians and I see it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I can't believe I was that fucking guy. <laughs> yep. And you know, I I kept like. On and off, on and off, and I don't know, man. Like I saw other people that were like getting better and better, and that what really motivated me. It was like Keonis, um, like so much. I think Keonis was like Keonis Barry. He was like my, you know, like my competition. I think at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like healthy competition. Yeah, it yeah. was a healthy competition. We were like competing with each other a little bit. I don't know if he knew we were competing. Mm-hmm. But in my head, we were competing. Well, in like, stand up yeah. all the time, like it's it's uh it's friendly, but it's you're always competing, dude. It's yeah. like if 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 I was on stage, like that's 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 a thought that goes through comedians' heads on daily basis. They see other comedians, and they and they either bombing or doing a good job, and <clears throat> only thought is like if I was on stage right now, yeah, right now, was, <laughs> unless it's someone <laughs> I'll, who's, I'll crush it. When yeah. I see like a headliner has been doing it for 15 years and it's not going well, I'm like, whoa, so I'd eat shit too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. A- you had people who brought you into the fold. Do you remember what your first joke was? Uh, Muslims will not vote for Don Bacon. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Don Bacon? He was a he's a senator, he's a congressman <laughs> in, in Nebraska. <laughs> oh, a local deep cut from yeah. <laughs> And I'm telling you that joke pissed off so many people. Oh shit, yeah. People yeah, like bacon like, out there. Yeah, people are like are like fuck you. Some old lady freaked out on me. She's like I work at Offit Airbase. I was like, oh, okay, cool story, lady. Cool, yeah. <laughs> Flip her off. <laughs> God, that's rad. I remember the first time I ever saw you at stage, too. I was like, oh, cool. Look at this guy. He's, first, he's new around these parts. Yeah. Put you up, and then you do that thing where you like you, you misdirect with, <laughs> you're like, you don't speak English, and everyone's like, Yeah, it's oh. salamu alaikum. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, I'm telling you, comedy... It's like you go and the crowd is like really easy to control. Yeah. For me at least because I'm really good at reading people and I think America is like it's so, uh, you know, with with the news and with social media is like Arabic is very intimidating. Yeah. The Arabic language is scary. So you get somebody to go, you know, to just speak from everybody else because I mean – I, I've been watching comedians for, for years and, and they go on stage and they first start with their with their joke or like, hey, what's up, guys? And mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to be like that. So I want it to be something different. But at the same time, I needed your attention. Yeah. So I have like keywords, you know, like ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> buzzwords. Tr- trigger words. Yeah, buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like trigger ISIS, 
Allah Akbar, mm-hmm. like like you know, like any any word that people are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, did I just hear what I heard? Like, I only heard yeah. that on TV, or I only seen a video. So people like I will get their attention, and that's when I go into my to my bit. And that's great. Well, you create tension. Yeah, and, and you then, relieve and, the tension, and then and then I take it, you mm-hmm. know, in Baghdad and B Town. I think like when I say like I'm from Baghdad. A lot of people like I can feel like the I can feel their guilt on stage. I I really sense really? it. Yeah, and I go B town, and it's like it's like somebody took a weight off their shoulder. They're like, ah, yeah, you, what the fuck? Ah. You were telling me like <laughs> when you went to Gillette, Wyoming recently, which is a little up north of Colorado, and they are they think a little different up there. Oh man, and you, like they it sounds you were telling me that the first like five minutes they're like, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Um, actually, like, Rena came and told me, Rena, come. Yeah. Uh, so we did the show, and she came up, and the, the the bartender came up and just gave me a mic, and she's like, yeah, just just start talking. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I brought a friend, a friend of mine drove with me, and he's like this, he he's like one of those, like white guys that look like uh fucking what's his name? Seth Rogan? No 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 no. Joe Rogan. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay, sick. For- Forrest Gump. Forrest Gumpy. And he oh, looked like it. Forrest Gump when he was like running across the yeah. country, like the hair, the beard, oh. the hat. And he was fucking paranoid being at that place. Like when we walked in, they all turned and looked at us. Oh yeah. And I was like, This is this is gonna be a fun night. So she gave me that, and I just go up and I open up with, you know, salam alaikum, <laughs> and the whole bar turned against me. I mean, the mic didn't fucking work, so it was like very low volume. And I was like salam alaikum, and they were like talking back to me, and they're like, oh hell no, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, one guy's like, I'm not staying here for that shit. But they were in the back, and that's when you know Rena told me about it later, and she's like, yeah, she's like, some people in the back were like, oh hell no, but the bartender's like. He's like, I'm not watching that shit. Bartender's like, hey, well, here's your tab. You can leave. Get the wow. fuck out. Yeah, so so like the first five minutes, like I open with salam alaikum, ISIS joke, like bomb jokes, bomb jokes. And I got the whole crowd like just ready to like fight me, <laughs> you know? And then as soon as I said like I, I start going into like my actual story, you know, like I my bits and I was like, hey, well, this is what I'm from and this is – you know, because I talk about where I'm from. Yeah. I, I had 30 minutes. And I was like, well, you're going to hear it all. So I started with the war. Yeah. And then how I, after the war, and soon as, you know, as soon as I got to the interpreter part, like, everybody was, like, laughing. Like, I, it was it was really, like, the mic started working after, like, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, out. yeah, like, you motherfuckers are just wait, And I just... It was it was really good, but they were a very talkative crowd. So they were like heckling. They were, so, yeah. you know, this one lady, you know, I was making a joke about like my mom trying to get me to marry my cousin, and she's like, "Well, you're not in Kentucky," and I was like, "Well, do you think people in Kentucky think that about Gillette, Wyoming?" <laughs> <laughs> fuck and, yeah, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up." Yes. And so. You know, I, I shut down, like, if a heckler comes at me, like, I, I'm coming at you. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there's no boundaries. They're trying like, to I'm, take the show away from yeah. you. Yeah. 
Um, but that's Gillette. I mean, that's but you got when you go to a small town Wyoming, when people are you see people in a bar, they live and die in that bar. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. And that's that's exactly what it felt like. And you know, like they uh, after after the show, like they came up to me and like they bought us drinks and they bought us food. Mm-hmm. Once and, you win them over, it's like yeah. oh, partner. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were telling me they were like yeah, you know like. This one guy like told me he loved me. He's like, "I love you, man." <laughs> he's like, "He's like that word Allah Akbar really, really triggered me." It's like you know, and he told me a story. I'm like, "Dude, just, I'm just trying to have a drink and like just relax. So I don't yeah. want to think about Iraq right now." You know, you had 30 minutes. You heard it. I'm like, "I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm done." I want to um, hear about Wyoming. Yeah, tell me about Wyoming. Yeah, so it was like it was really cool. And then these ladies, they, they were like these old ladies oh. now. <laughs> Hell no! They were no? they were mean, dude. No. They were mean, and yeah, they came up to you with their, their yeah. They came up and they were like, like perfume. They were like, yeah, the last comedian that was here, you know, he was bragging about marijuana, having marijuana, oh. and somebody called the cops on him. It was those bitches, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Ryan Bonnell. <laughs> Ryan Bonnell got arrested in Gillette, Wyoming, because he's like, I'm Ryan Bonnell. I smoke weed. <laughs> and I'm sure those old bags were like, uh, hello, police? We had fun tonight. They reported him. They gave like where, where he was staying at. So like him, I think Mandy Kay was there. Yeah. And uh, PJ, I can't remember his last name. Johnson, yeah. PJ yeah. Johnson, yeah. Fuck, man. And it, it was after that, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of this bar. Like, I, I can't, like, move. fuck that. Fuck that. But, but yeah, man, they were like heckling the head. Rena Common respected, ma- like mad respect. Like yeah. she did, she was only supposed to do an hour. She did an hour in like ten minutes. No shit. And they were like coming at her, and she would like. It was like she was an airbender, dude. She would take it, like all their jokes or whatever <laughs> they say, and then she flip it on them yeah. and send it back. It was it was really like like I learned a lot from her. You know, you like watched the, a clinic happen yeah, right there. Yeah, it was yeah. like right in front of me. So. Shout out Rena Kahl. Shout out Rena Kahl. Yeah, she was just at the comedy fort recently. Yeah, yeah. She's very funny, dude. Oh. Hilarious. He's like, oh, a Jew and a Muslim at a bar in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> that was her opening line. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fucking rad, dude. The, uh, I remember when you got like a, it was like a couple months ago, you were at the mic too, which we're glad to have you up at the comedy fort, dude. It's Every time you're up there, I'm like, nice. Thank you, dude. Good. I I love it. I, I really want to you know come every week, but. Yeah, well, it's a ride. Yeah. It's a ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're telling me like someone, I think it was an open micer who peeled off one of those ones who just like does it for a couple months. It's like I'm gonna do comedy, and then they realize what it actually entails, and they're like, I'm gonna quit. Uh, <laughs> but it was someone who like, was telling you like that. He was telling you about how he went to Iraq, and he's like, Yeah, I went there for a couple of weeks, dude. It fucked me up because he was like the like the oh, military. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was O'Shea. He went. It was a. Uh, it was at a mic. It it was so funny, dude. He. Like it was the perfect setup. Like I, I really want him to go before me at every show. Oh yeah. At ev- like at everything, <laughs> he just goes up and he's talking about his life. He's like, yeah, I've been to Iraq and I was there for a couple of weeks and it really fucked me up. And like there was a teenager, he shot at us, and they bring me up next, and I was like. I lived there my whole fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, I, fucking wimp. Yeah, I was like, by the way, it wasn't me that shot at you. Yeah. <laughs> you were trigger happy. Yeah. You might have just been doing those that thing where you're like trying to shoot the stars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, god. 
Well, dude, you've lived a you lived a hell of a life so far. I'd say. Yeah. You bounced man. around. <laughs> you, you should go to Taiwan and go do stand up now. Just uh, next trip. I don't know. I don't know if Taiwan. I I want to. What's where, where's Taiwan? Oh, it's a little. Well, probably shouldn't go there. China's China now owns it again. Oh, Taiwan? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. You know, I'm trying to hit all the states before I go out of states. Sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. like. Yeah, no. Yeah. If I go to Taiwan, they're not gonna like my stuff, man. I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I love the Saddam jokes. Yeah, man. I haven't heard a, Saddam, a good Saddam joke in a long time, and it's usually not by someone who's has has been closely impacted. So, my 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 mother's side of the family were uh, against Saddam Hussein, and my dad got married into it. So, but I mean, my dad he fucking hated Saddam Hussein too. Yeah, yeah. And my grandfather, like, my grandfather was a gangster in the '60s, and this is this is a true story. He was. Was like he was in jail with Saddam, and Saddam's aunt was like a like a known prostitute in like the Haifa neighborhood. It's in Baghdad, mm-hmm. and like somebody was talking, and like Saddam was a teenager. They were in jail at the same time, and he said something, and my grandfather smacked Saddam Hussein. <laughs> and my grandfather tells that story, but nobody fucking like when I tell that like nobody believes me. I, I believe you. But my brother got arrested one time. For some stupid shit, for a fight or whatever, yeah. and I swear on everything, dude. I because my grandfather lost his eyesight because of like torture and uh, he he was a communist, but he was like a good communist. Yeah, no, <laughs> Americans good. have different. Uh, <laughs> I know it's it, yeah. It, 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 that's the problem with America too. Is like we hear those buzzwords where it's like socialism or communism or one of those things. It's yeah, like, oh, evil, evil, like, evil. Like my grandfather used to beat like like dudes. That beat their wives, you yeah. know. Like he was, he was that type of guy. Like he, like he's no one. Like there was like the, the Iraqi gangsters. They wear like these black bracelets and, and you know these saggy like pants. They look like fucking Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously, they wear like this leather vest, and you yeah. know you don't know if you're gonna get smacked or stabbed. And that was my grandfather. They're gonna tell a spent, joke. <laughs> no, I'm serious, dude. Yeah. He he like spent most of his time in jail, and he, and he used to get tortured, and he got. He got hit in the head so many times that black water came uh, on his eyes, and he like he he lost his eyesight. So I used to walk him everywhere, and uh, you know we walk into the police station, and my grandfather's like, "Who the fuck detained my grandson? I slapped Saddam Hussein, and I swear, dude, like the officer jumped and covered my grandfather's mouth. He's like, please, just you're gonna get all of us fucking killed, just." Somebody go get his grandson. Oh my god! And my brother, my brother, my older brother was like, you know, eighteen or twenty at the time, and he's like, he's like, you son of a bitch, you know. He he was like talking talking shit to my grandfather. He's like, you son of a bitch. You couldn't tell them, you couldn't tell them like anything else. You you trying to get me fucking killed? And my grandfather like threw my hand out. He was like, <laughs> this is what he used to do. He's like. The people of Iraq. <laughs> this son of a bitch, I just got him out of prison and he cussed at me. His dad is an alcoholic. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was dude. like the biggest <laughs> offense that you could take. Fuck yeah. Well, that's, he pulled yeah. the, he pulled the I slapped Saddam Hussein card. Yeah, man. And that happened like right Grandpa in front of my like, eyes. Sounds yeah. like a badass. Sounds like. He was, yeah. dude. He really was. Like, one of his last words was like, there's a day for. 
you know, like Saddam Hussein's day will come. Mark my words. And he fucking like passed oh, away after that. That is so badass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. Like, we used to get we used to get like uh, senses on us by bath party. So my my what happened was my uncle was in Iraqi military, and then during the Iraq Iran war he got captured. But when you get captured, they offer you uh, refuge, and some people would like. You know, a lot of people in the 80s, they, they got captured. They either went to, like, Europe. My uncle was religious, so he went to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But he used to, like, send us letters. And when letters come, the, you know, Bath Party was, like, very informed. So, like, there was this beggar that was on the streets, like, a known beggar. is just, like, on the street. And somebody found out he was, like, an intelligence, like, officer. Like that's how fucking serious they are, dude. Like that's they they crazy. were trained by like the Russian military, like the Russian intelligence. So like they say, out of every three Iraqis, two of them are bath parties. Like there's there's keywords like the walls have ears. Like you you seriously Whoa, you, you can't man. whisper to yourself about Saddam Hussein. Like you, somebody might hear you. That's crazy. That's I know. So crazy, dude. Dude, like. I came up with this new joke that Saddam Hussein is Candyman. Like, you can't say his name too many times. <laughs> you get fucking, you be gone. You and your whole family. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, wow, man. Yeah, dude. So. I can only imagine, because I, you know, I've grown up in America my whole life. Very privileged in that respect. And I can't imagine the craziness of that, man. Yeah, dude. So when we get a letter, like, they used to do senses on us. To see if we have like an extra person in the house, or like, yeah. it, so they will like do and like look for people, and and afterwards we like spit at them and like flip them off. Well, we flip them off like this. Oh yeah. yeah. For, the, you, for the folks at home, <laughs> if instead of putting your finger out fully, you tilt it for your you tilt your middle finger forward and you, you uh, diddle. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you diddle. I got what? As I say, fuck you and I was like, fuck your sister. Yeah. <laughs> or your sister is a bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and yeah, man. So it was, it was tough. Um, I remember, like, the the day that Saddam was got like got hanged, and we were in Syria at the time, and my dad was sitting down, and and this, it was our neighbor. She came, and you know she was watching it with us, and she started crying, and then she started like gibbering, you know. She's like, "This is our leader," and they're hanging him in front of us. And my dad was like, "You fucking bitch, <laughs> get the fuck out!" <laughs> I've never seen my dad cuss at a woman before, dude. He fucking flipped out. He's like, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> well, this is like your dad's. This is grandpa and son of grandpa, or. No, oh, my yeah, mother side. Okay, mother side. Yeah, my grandfather like, and my dad didn't really have like a a great like they had respect for each other. But my dad used to drink, mm. and in my culture, like drinking is a no no. Yeah, yeah, it's a no no. My dad, my dad was like a he was a pilot in the seventies, and he really like protested. He quit his job because Saddam got elected. Like it was it was that type of like freedom back in the day that they as a protest you quit your job yeah and we didn't realize like what saddam was saddam snuck like, up he, on you 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. Saddam was like Hitler. Like, do you realize? And that was like 20 years ago. And I was, you know, like, it, it was it was crazy, man. Like how how he like if you if you like watch if you get a chance, please watch House of Saddam and see. It's an HBO show, and yeah. like, and see how they, like, how they started, how he took presidency. Like, the guy was a fucking sick, and like, he he, he was Saddam Hussein. Yeah. He was fucking Candyman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, the guy was just a sick fuck. And it sounds like know? the kind and, of person who has such a like a an ego about him that if anyone like I think I feel like that's like with people who like that who have such an ego about him they can't even handle the utterance of someone talking shit about him. They're weak, right? And, and the thing is, like, Iraq suffered so much from Saddam Hussein. I, I remember, like, in like in the 90s, we used to be so, like, so hungry, like, the whole country. They would give us, give us, like, a, you know, like, food stamps, for example, right? And you go every month, and they give you rice, and they give you all these things. And those supposed to last you a month, right? But they run out, you know... Iraqis are like fucking chickens, man. Everybody has like twelve kids. Oh wow! It's it's crazy. Like I'm I'm one of six. That's crazy. And, and it's so hard to feed a family. And my dad was like working his ass off, and you know, like my mom. I remember like she used to go and like you know do like clean houses for you know wealthy people and stuff like that. So it was it was really tough, and we couldn't even like keep up. With, with everything you know like yeah. i remember i used to tell my mom like i'm hungry and, and she's like just go to sleep sorry like we don't have anything oh, like it was it was so tough dude like we we you know we have like bread and like the the edges of it or the crumbs it would get so fucking dry that we have to like dip it in water and just to get it like a little bit loose so oh my god man it was it was a it was a tough life man and uh, but that's what drove you to like and start hustling with the with the troops huh afterwards yeah like yeah. you know i i just it was it was like i i think the the first thing that i saw it from my mom was right after like the the u.s military took over iraq like every house in iraq had to had a fucking picture of saddam hussein in their house every house ew like if somebody comes to your house and their family in the bath party, they would snitch on you and they would fucking come and they would like harass you. And it's like you really don't want like any headache. So what you do, you would have a fucking picture of Saddam Hussein in every house, every every shop, everywhere you go. There is Saddam all over. There, there was songs about Saddam Hussein. Like it, it was crazy, dude. Like when we were in school, they trained us as kids. It is like to military march. Mm -hmm. And we used to like seven o'clock in the fucking morning. The whole fucking like the whole area has to hear us when we sing like our national anthem. And after that, we're like, no, I'm not. I'm Saddam Hussein. It's like, yes, yes. To our leader, Saddam Hussein with blood, with our souls. Wow. <laughs> like God. I'm serious, dude. And That's then one of the teachers will fucking go in the middle, and as they like raise the flag, he would fucking do a burst of an AK, like da, 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 da. And the little kids will just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, 
Yeah, you're definitely going to be doing that every morning <laughs> with that fucking end. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Like, man. I remember, like, during the war, like, we used to, like, fucking, like, it, it was it, it was at a time, I think it was, like, I was, like, in the third grade or, like, 90, I, I don't remember, but it was in the 90s, and they used to make us, like, draw flags, American flags, and step on them, and, and we write, like, fuck America in Arabic, and then we'll step on them. That was, like, our... That was your punk yeah, rock. Yeah, that, that was, like, di- disrespect, you know, yeah. to... It's like, Americans don't give a fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, the, like, when I... When, so there's, like, a lot of debate in America about, like, should we have ever gone and never, like, invaded? Were you in, were you happy they invaded or no? Well, I mean... What's that? Like, it, it's one of those things, right? You know, it, it's what, like... People say that shit to me all the time. It's yeah. like, we should have never went to, we should have never went to Iraq. And I'm like, are you not fucking happy that I'm here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah are you exactly. saying? You, you, <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, so like, I put it this way, man, that Syria was invaded or Syria invaded Lebanon or like part of Lebanon for 15 years. And we had no idea. Like Saddam kept us in like a fucking Whoa. L- like a cage like w- we didn't know yeah. anything about the outside world yeah so we had excuse me we had five government control channels and every day saddam would come and fucking read poetry dude he would just interrupt sinbad which was my favorite fucking show dude you'd watch sinbad on i love sinbad like you gotta i'll, I'll show you i'll show you the youtube like it, it no was like shit. the adventures of sinbad like a little fucking a cartoon and, and it was it was really cool and then Saddam would come in and it's like he would read poetry. I swear he would just read poetries and like speeches to to the pe- to the people of Iraq and and he kept us so like locked from the outside world that the outside world doesn't know what's going on inside of Iraq. I mean, it wasn't like you know, in front of your eyes like hey, yeah. It was all fear. Like yeah. Is locked down. There is people that are still afraid of Saddam Hussein, and there is people that still love Saddam Hussein till this fucking day. Yeah. Because they think of him as a hero. They think of him, like, sometimes I get in arguments with people from other countries, like, you know, like neighbor countries, like either, you know, Palestine, Palestinians, or, you know, and I understand, like, Saddam in the Arabic world, he was like a great leader. But to his own countrymen, he was a fucking asshole. He killed... Like, I I can't remember the number, but it, it he like chemical weapon like they shot a chemical weapon oh, in, yeah. in like northern northern Iraq on the Kurds, and they were sleeping, dude. Like they <sighs> killed like over I think it was like between between fifteen I I I don't want to like say the exact number, but it's just a it, it was like in the thousands, dude. Like people yeah. fucking died overnight. There's areas in like northern Iraq that nothing grows there. Like overnight, women and children. In, in 1991, like the U.S. military took over like southern Iraq, or like they were coming into like Iraq to to free Iraq, yeah. the first Iraqi Operation Freedom. And the people in the south are, were like against Saddam Hussein. So what they did, they fucking rebelled, and they burned everything, dude. Police stations, like military everything yeah like military bases and you know bush the father was like yeah i want a noble price 
So he pulled out, and all these people were massacred, dude. <sighs> like those people were fucking, like, they would they would take them, and they would bury them alive, dude. They would like dig a hole, oh my like a, a, a massive graves. Yeah. They and make them sit down. Like after the war, there was a whole documentary on people. They were like trying to find their their kids, and they go off memory. And it was it was documented. You can look it up, dude. And they show you like they they dug and they found people and it was like a woman like hugging her baby and it's like just a skeleton dude and like a whole family like a group dude it was insane and no one knew about that yeah holy fuck man that's some shit dude like fuck saddam yeah you heard, it here, you heard it here, not first, but yeah. you heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And whoever fucking have an issue with that can <laughs> find me, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll fucking fight you. Find you on social yeah. media. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, People. dude, <laughs> we've almost done an hour, but this has been a crazy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Usually it's me and Sammy Pashota and some other dude, and we're just like, yeah, anyway, what about this? <laughs> but this is a crazy podcast. Like, you, you've... We're super excited to have you in Colorado. Thank you, man. Thank I mean, you. I'm I'm really I'm really happy to be here. I, I love I love Colorado. It's crazy right? how you're very funny too. It's like oh my god, <laughs> like no one's expecting these jokes. They <laughs> <laughs> <We> just wait. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna be in Omaha uh, actually this weekend. Oh yeah, you're doing. Uh, I'm gonna do the backline and yeah. then doing. What, what the, show you're doing at the backline? Uh, Magic Comedy Hour. Magic. Okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're doing. Um, it was Zach, Zach Peterson. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, dude. Zach is a great guy, you know. He's, like he, he's our dude. Yeah, he uh, he was like a, he was in Chicago and then he moved to LA and he was like, oh fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> I talked to him about that. Yeah, he was he like, mo- LA fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he moved back to Omaha. He actually gave me some advice. He's like, yeah, he's like, you go to Fort Collins. He's like, you meet all these comedians. Like, you're gonna meet Sam Talon. I actually met Sam Talon. You know, he he's actually like he knows a lot about like. Muslim culture. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he knows about Eid and everything. We had, like, a little conversation, but... Yeah, okay. man, Zach, Zach is a... Backline, that's what I had my show. Um, nice. Yeah, so Backline, Dylan, like, all these guys, and... Dylan Yeah, Oaks. man, yeah, yeah. Rocks out be, there, and then Zubar yeah, Sunday. Dude. You'll see You'll see my poster there. Yeah? Oh, let me know if they fucking took it off. I will. <laughs> I'll take some photos. Uh, do you have anything... Like, where can people follow you? Uh, what do you have any plug? This is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but... Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Habibi Gang. T H E H A B I B I G A N G, and it means the love gang, man. You can you can be a Habibi if you hate. All right, uh, you can find me on Facebook. I have a. Uh, you can add me on Facebook, or you can like my page. Uh, I got a I got a few shows coming up in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm um, doing a show. Fuck, I don't know the exact date, but I'm doing um, the nun show with uh, Gary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The nun bar. Nun. The nun bar. And uh, doing your grandma's. Uh, grandma's house? Grandma's, grandma's house. house. If you're listening to this, go to Grandma's house. See him at Grandma's house. That show is fucking. That's my favorite yeah. comedy shows. I'm, I'm doing that. Actually, I'm doing that next month. I was supposed to do it this month, but then I have friends come. Anyways. Yeah. Follow them. Uh, yeah. Follow me. I'll post about it. But yeah, man. Thank you, dude. This, yeah. is, this has been amazing. Dude, yeah. you're, it's been a goddamn pleasure. <laughs> Thanks. We're, we're happy to have you in Colorado, and by God, we're happy to have you in America. Thank you, man.